technological advancements, developments, Android versus iOS, a world full of high tech. Welcome to the Tech Show with Boy Genius. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another week of awesome tech news. Well, over the past few weeks, I think we've deviated to many different topics outside of tech. I think we spoke about anime last week, so I think I need to relook at my intro. Well, let me try that again. What's up, everybody? Welcome to, a, to another show where we speak about all things nerdy. You think nerdy is the right thing to speak about? Hmm. Well, welcome to another show. Um, it's good to have you guys listening again. And yeah, we have a jam-packed show today talking about the weird, the, the, the weird things that are happening in the, the technology world and, and, and how it's like affecting like many things that like you would never think it affects. But it's very interesting and it's, it's also going to dictate how how we're going to do things in the future so yeah it's your boy kevin babel aka boy genius signing in and getting ready to talk to you about cool stuff so yeah where do i start man you know i think i said this last week where one week in tech is like a hundred years like it's like there can be so many technological advancements that um that you would think that you've gone through through so many through so many years just just in one week but um there there there's been interesting news where where oh before i even get there let me give context to it so basically what happens is that um when you want to submit an app to the apple store there is a very 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 strict review process that they have so basically you submit your app to the app store i think it takes three to five business days there's a, a human being that actually tests out the app and sees that the app does what it says it does that's why you've had so many people offended at apple rejections and so on and so forth but recently what apple had done is they created an enterprise app store so basically what happens is if you're a company that is creating apps for your employees to use internally they don't want you publishing it to the app store they want you to create um uh, an enterprise app store where the people can download from there of course it's got a different pricing plan and different pricing strategy but what's happened is that people have figured out a way to exploit it because now the 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 screening process there um the screening process is is not as as strict as how it is for the normal app store so what happened is there are a few companies that that do online gambling with real money and of course on the apple app store you can't um upload anything that's pornographic or like linking to to adult content but you had these people who managed to upload that kind of stuff on the enterprise app store so of course it's caused this craziness where also google had 
their app partially uh, banned from the app store because they also exploited this thing so that they were able to get people to opt in to getting for, to allow them to start pulling more data so of course apple didn't like this and they've resolved things now but yeah it's interesting because what 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 people are fighting about most today and i think it's more the people who understand it because if you don't understand it then you wouldn't think it's happening to you but it's this whole thing on privacy you know um a few months back, Facebook was in lots of trouble because of the whole Cambridge Analytica thing and they used people's data to build psychographic um, personality. Um, what do they call it? Psychographic personality charts and stuff like that so that they could create um, um, adverts and marketing content to, to match a person's personality so that um, they could vote a specific way. And, and things like that with Google getting more data than it's supposed to and not always anonymizing it. Um, so you've got things like that happening. And of course, um, countries are getting more and more stricter. So like you've got the entire EU that have solidified um, their, their data like requirements, like the data has to sit in data centers in the country. Um, People have to be of a specific age to start using specific things where data is pulled out from them. Um, you have to specify that your your site is using cookies and that um, that data is going to be um, used for, for adverts and stuff like that. So, of course, all those things have been added, but it goes to show that, man... A lot of companies are, are, are really pushing to get the data out. Because for those who don't, who, who don't know, is an interesting phenomenon happened when technology started becoming more mobile. Is that you can always correlate data to a person's behavior. So say you've got a, a house that has um, Philips Hue lights. These are smart lights that that turn on via your phone and stuff like that and a Wi-Fi router. So now say Philips has a program that um, is able to get diagnostic data from your, your, your router that handles all of that. Linking it properly, there are specific times of the day where your light is off and there are specific times of the day where your light is going to be on. So if they can look at that sort of data and see a pattern, they can basically tell what time you get home versus what time you don't get home or you're not at home, basically. They can also tell what time you sleep because some people don't turn their lights off. They just bring down the intensity a bit. So, of course, you have, you have uh, that sort of data that is now linked to behavior. So the data alone is not very useful, but if you try and look for patterns and correlate it to behavior what you're going to get is what you're going to get is a behavioral analysis of the person just based on when the lights are on or when the lights are off so of course you can scale that up like geolocation tracking on the phone and what you're typing and what you're searching for and stuff like that there was an interesting case study i read where google was able to pick up a pandemic way like like weeks before 
it was actually the pandemic actually happened because of the searches people were doing and the searches people were doing and the what's this and the and the results and where they were clicking into and things like that so of course they were able to pick up that wait a minute a little flu pandemic is going to happen in this region of the states and they were able to get the attention out there for it to be to be handled when anything would happen so of course it it makes things interesting because now a lot of these companies and being a person who works for a tech company you always want to be able to to like tell what users are going to do it helps with designing it helps the, with with a lot of things there's a positive side to how you collect data and what data you collect basically if you anonymize it and you're getting basic data like this is where their mouse tends to be on the website this is what they're searching for in the catalog and these are the results that we're giving them back what have people who bought this bought as well so those kind of things but now if you're trying to track like what is this person's travel pattern every single day and you want to now take that and what are the stores around it and you're now trying to correlate um, where they would possibly stop and you now try to give adverts and stuff it gets scary because um, what what you then have is a company tracking your every move basically and and given that our phones are getting smarter and the algorithms that once used to run on very humongous computers can now run on our phones um what you now have is very intelligent devices that can basically think and say this is where i am and this is what i am doing so you can be at a starbucks and it knows wait i'm connected to the phone the starbucks wi-fi i'm on google and this is what's happening oh i'm at starbucks working and then they're like oh he's working how long does he work on starbucks for and so on and so forth so yeah that's that's the whole crazy thing on data um so there are things that you can do to make sure that um you're not being tracked unnecessarily so like what what i tend to do is um on all the apps that i download i turn off the setting for them to get data for me to help them because they don't show me what sort of data they're getting so if you allow that legally whatever data they want to pull they can pull so even if it's your cell phone records if it's under the banner that it helps them they can pull it so i tend to turn off those settings and i actually read the basics of the t's and c's and also you look at what permissions your the app that you're downloading needs so for example if you're downloading a weather app like why would your weather app need permissions for your contacts to make a phone call uh, to see your messages and all that stuff like that should already give you a hint that uh no this shouldn't this 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 shouldn't be on my phone it's not the right thing so of course you need to be wary of that also don't connect to stupid random wi-fi's like a lot of people don't know that hackers sometimes set up wi-fi's that look free so that you can connect to it and they can basically control your computer so of course public wi-fi's aren't really a go to place yeah so that's that's means that you can take to ensure privacy and of course 
stay stay as as low key as possible on social networks so don't spend your entire life on social networks like taking photos of everything that you're doing and stuff like that because basically even that can allow for for people to be able to to pick up your behavior to be able to pick up what you're doing so so yeah that's that's that topic um another interesting thing that is happening in the world of our earth <laughs> in the world of our earth um is 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 the whole thing on on automation now now i think i spoke about this before but i think i want to broaden it up a bit so basically the whole argument is that we are growing population and by the next say 20 years the population is going to grow by at least another one to two billion given to whose statistics you support but the middle ground is about one billion uh, at least one billion so of course um, apparently there's a shortage of food um, shortage of resources and of course the more people there are they are then the more carbon usage there is and the more carbon usage there is the more um, ozone depletion and pollution there is and so on and so forth and the doom and the gloom so basically that's the predicament that's placed in front of us so of course um what what humanity is trying to do or what business if i can put it is trying to do is capitalize on that in such a way that we reduce the risk but able to handle the the what's this the the population growth so of course you've got the more social network companies working on getting internet to countries that never had internet before and they want to get the next two billion people online because of course where there's internet there is economic growth because more people are plugged into the world's network and more people can build their online businesses and so on and so forth but um the other thing that you're having is of course the changing of fuel sources and autonomous vehicles so of course people want to build smart cities they want to build um they want to build smart um homes that use less energy they want to change power sources from carbon-based power sources to renewable power sources or sometimes nuclear waste but eh, that's not a good idea so they want to do things like that but the most interesting thing i found well two of the most interesting ones is the first one was elon musk for those who don't know who Elon Musk is, he owns three companies. The Boring Company, which is boring holes for the Hyperloop. He owns Tesla, and of course he owns SpaceX as well. His brother owns another company. And what they do is they are able to grow and grow far. They're like able to have a farm in a shipping container. So I know it's a crazy idea, but basically what they've come up is with this whole system where um, in a shipping container, they fit it with different climate type controls. So they'll have air conditioners that, that what's this, um, that give off, or not, air, how, how can I put this? They have air conditioners that, that in different places in the container give 
a different sort of temperature feeling, if I can put it that way. So you can grow tropical fruit, you can grow fruit that would only grow in winter. But what happens is, what it's trying to solve is the whole urbanization thing. So in, in the city of, of Boston, New York, he, he, has, he, he has placed um, about three containers there, owned by different people. And when you go in there, you see this vegetation. But the interesting thing is it's not grown in soil. So they have this crazy water filtration system that actually waters the plants and stuff like that for them to grow. But the water is constantly reused. So every single day they use less water than you would in a 10 to, yeah, 5 to 10 minute shower. So basically they have this whole system in place where now in a shipping container you can grow your own produce basically so what they're trying to now solve is the whole urbanization thing so like in urban areas where where you would have like like 20 acres of 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 farm um of farm produce or of land to produce stuff and you could only produce specific vegetation in specific seasons they can fit all that produce in the container it's actually very interesting um when when you go and look at it and basically so the water is is all good and stuff but the thing they use the most is electricity so of course um being Elon Musk's brother, he's the brother to the person who owns one of the best battery companies and solar uh, panel companies in the world. So of course they're trying to figure out how to do that so that it can be solar powered and that the, 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 the boxes are completely self-sustaining and using renewable power sources. But then you've got the other crazy uh, part of this which is lab grown food yes you heard me right this is food that has been grown in a lab basically they synthesize um, proteins in such a way that allows them to create the stuff from scratch so basically imagine meat but this meat is not from a cow yes you heard me right there was no cow that got slaughtered for this meat to come to your plate no the meat was created from scratch so basically it's lab grown food so um lab grown eggs and lab grown meat and lab grown chicken and lab grown lettuce and all these different things um basically um there's there's this these companies that are, are starting to do that and of course you've got the farmers who are saying well they're not butchers and it's not beef it's something else beef comes from a cow so so basically you've got these lab grown items here that um essentially solve the world hunger problem because if we can develop food then um we can always make more and more without bringing down the population of the animals but like would you eat lab grown food like, it's a crazy thing to think about that, Flip, this piece of steak that's on my plate and the corn and the lettuce and everything that the chef made, 
wasn't from an actual plant that grew and also isn't from a cow that walked around isn't from a cow that walked around that grazed that ate from the grass who's who who grew strong and the meat is nice and tender no this is from a a lab where they synthesized proteins and put it together and let the meat grow so it looks like meat it tastes like meat but it's not from the source of meat so so it's a crazy thing because now it's like who do you test it on first who are the first people who are going to eat it what are the side effects and is it as as um nutri uh, does it have the nutritional benefits <laughs> is it as nutrient <laughs> is does it have the nutritional benefits that the original source has because of course you're synthesizing um but you're not actually you're, 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 you don't have it from the actual source so that means that in your in your synthesis you would need to um put together also the the nutritional um what <laughs> additives the nutritional uh, parts of that same thing so yeah um you have that you have nanotechnology you have reusable rockets so it looks like what's happening is that people are setting themselves up to be how how can i put it as crazy as this thought is to become extraterrestrial to to live on another planet whether that's possible or not i don't know but but what what it looks like is that we're beginning to set ourselves up to like have homegrown food or well not homegrown food lab grown food that we don't require farms and all of that stuff for but of course the farms and the trees have the benefits of providing oxygen and regulating the carbon dioxide versus oxygen in our air but um reusable rockets that are way more cheaper to send out than the current rockets that we do for our space missions are uh, autonomy in terms of cars in terms of um restaurants and stuff like that and it's and it's crazy because it's now getting to those sci-fi movies that we used to watch a long time ago where a car would come pick you up because uber is doing that you've got um I think it's is a dash lane or dash the name of the company is dash where it's a delivery service but there's not a person it's a little robot car that goes to the restaurant you put it there and it goes to the location of the person who made the order so you've got things like that that's happening you go to your local mcdonald's even here in south africa where like you go collect your food basically because you pay for stuff on a machine you order there's no till person they are still cooks though and you don't know 20 years down the line 50 years down the line there'll be an autonomous way of making a mcdonald's burger so you'll just have mcdonald's operating by itself um so so you even see how the credit card companies are also jumping on this where they're having cardless banks and and decentralized banks because of how we're changing and becoming a more decentralized thing and you have now all these connecting blocks where basically when you want to do something you just do it everything is automatically sorted at the back uh, or in the background where whatever transaction whatever 
anything that needs to happen happen so we're we're basically setting ourselves up for for a very autonomous world and of course it brings about two arguments are we gonna lose our jobs no you're not gonna lose your jobs so of course there's the whole thing on autonomy will cause job losses and then um there's the other thing on autonomy will cause irrelevant jobs to go out but new jobs to come in because now we have new problems to solve so of course i would like to know where you stand on this whole thing um where you stand in this whole argument what you think about what you think about the whole autonomy thing and yeah it's 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 the most interesting thing because now it, it it makes it makes the future very interesting to look towards because there are things that you wouldn't imagine of or there are things you watch in sci-fi movies and you're like that's not possible and you watch now and it's like wait a minute it is actually so yeah um drop your opinion on the instagram or on facebook or on itunes if you can drop comments <laughs> but um yeah tell me what you think about the whole autonomy thing about the whole homegrown thing um you can catch me on on instagram at only boy genius and at kevin babel actually which is my handle at kevin babel um and yeah drop it there or you can do it on the active fm page at active fm 777 or on the active fm facebook page uh, just search for us active fm you'll see us right there and and yeah let me know tell me what you think about about this whole thing so it was great speaking to y'all it was great telling you about the latest tech and what's happening in our world i hope you guys have an incredible day and it's your boy boy genius signing out Redemption is at hand